But I also do something on the regular, which is have a guest that I'm recording for my podcast, the Nonfiction Brand Podcast. And I'm doing that tonight with someone that I discovered through the Tickety Talk. And she's doing something that I preach on the regular about getting yourself out there and sharing who you are, what you do and how you do it and using your voice. And in her case, also her face to really hammer home that just because you aren't working on drama TV, that doesn't mean you can't have a real significant presence out there in the universe. And that's where it's time to introduce that special guest. And her name is Annalise Bear. And there hello, she hello. is. If you follow TikTok at all, and you have any interest in the hard sciences, maybe a little bit of interest in foreign cultures, even a little bit of dabbling into Egyptology and you name it, you're probably going to have seen her face because Annalise, the archaeologist, is all over TikTok all the time, at least if you've got a feed like mine. Welcome to the Nonfiction Brand Podcast, Annalise. Before I let you talk, I just want to give people a little bit of detail about who she is based on what her website is telling me. Annalise is an archaeologist and producer born and raised in Los Angeles. She holds a BA in classical civilizations with a minor in archaeology from Loyola Marymount University and an MA in archaeology for screen media from the University of Bristol. She combines her unique skills and experience from over a decade in both the entertainment industry and the archaeological academic world to help create interesting, engaging, and exciting factual programming that brings stories from the past to a 21st century audience. Well, that's true about what you do there, but it's also true with, about what you do on TikTok. Because I think one of the first times I saw you on my feed, you were talking about pre-pottery civilizations in Turkey and waxing on about the various tepes, if you know what I mean. The Globeki Tepe and I think the Karahan Tepe, if I may be mispronouncing that. But for people who are listening, you might be going, huh, what are you talking about, DP? And I'll say, I'm talking about fascinating archaeological discoveries that have been curated by Annalise Baer and delivered by Annalise Baer to me via the free, always-on, universally available channel of TikTok. That's pretty damn cool. And I knew I had to have her on the podcast, and now it's time for me to shut up and let her talk. Annalise, I got to tee up this question for you. Why is a archaeologically-oriented media producer on TikTok sharing everything you know or have found or seen or new discoveries or whatever. Why, why are you on TikTok, which is supposed to be about 20-year-olds in crop tops dancing mimetic dances? That is a fantastic question. And every day I ask myself, why? <laughs> why am I here? Because, yeah, on paper, I am absolutely not the target demographic for TikTok. I am not 18 doing fun dances with their friends, nor am I a sort of perpetual content creator. I'm not, you know, I'm not a YouTuber by any means. I'm not out here just making content for the sake of making content. It is absolutely not my livelihood. I have a full-time job. I work in TV production. That's the thing that actually pays the bills. And that's because my overall sort of career journey has taken a lot of twists and turns. It's a very interesting journey that I've had. And it's a very non-traditional one. And somehow I've found myself in this lovely little 
liminal zone between the world of archaeology, so professors and universities and academic papers and stuff like that, and the world of entertainment. And I am right smack in the middle. And every now and then I get to work on a television show that is focusing on history and archaeology and stuff like that. And then I get to use all of my knowledge and my degrees and usually call a couple of friends too and put everything together in and make lovely programs that sometimes people watch. And then as for the TikTok of it all, this is 100% a product of trying to figure out what to do with myself and my time and just my life in general during COVID lockdowns because I was stuck at home and I had no idea what was going to happen. I had no idea what the future of the entertainment industry or even television production was going to be like because, you know, for all of us almost overnight or over the course of a week, everything changed. And I was not able to do the work that I had always done in the way that I had always done it. And after slowly losing my mind for a couple of days as things kept going on and a couple of weeks, I started making little videos in my apartment and putting them on Instagram, mostly just to entertain my friends and friends and relatives who were on Instagram, just talking about historical things. I called it the no budget archaeology show because I had no budget and I was literally just using things that were within reach in my home, mostly just books I already own and things I just know off the top of my head. And that's how it started. And then summer 2021, I begrudgingly acknowledged that TikTok was the number one source of information for young people and people in general, but primarily young people. And the unfortunate reality with that was the information being put out and given to them, specifically in my realm of expertise, which is archaeology and ancient history, was garbage. And all of these accounts and these people were just pumping out pseudo-information. Pseudo-archaeology, as we call it, is basically ancient aliens and similar, similar programming that just is absolute nonsense and 100% wrong in every way, shape, and form. But people believe it because it's on television, which means it must have some sort of credentials to it. And then same thing with the internet, but even worse, anyone can speak authoritatively on any topic and people will just believe them as a as sort of a response to that. Because again, like, you know, back then, you know, a lot of kids were still at home and, you know, doing, you know, Zoom school and stuff like that. I wanted there to be something for them and something for people who were at home and wanting to know more about these topics because people are endlessly fascinated by ancient history and ancient cultures and mythology and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, I was one of those kids and I know I'm not alone. And so I, I waited. I waited to see if someone might step up and do that because there are a lot of, you know, famous faces when it comes to archaeologists, you know, people who are on TV pretty often as experts or hosts and, and stuff like that. But the fact of the matter is they're busy. They are incredibly busy because all of those people are also full-time professors. All of our lives were chaos at the point. And so finally enough time had passed and I just thought, screw it, I'll do it myself. And here we are. You mentioned, I think, the summer of 2021. I try I always want to go back to see if I can find someone's very first TikTok. The, the earliest one I could find on your feed, I think, was June, perhaps, mm -hmm. of 2021. Is that when you, you actually started? So you kind of you worked out the kinks on, on Instagram and then ported. You're doing both porting stuff to Instagram and TikTok. 
which is a, a very sound strategy if you ask me. But is that about when you started hitting TikTok hard? That sounds about right. And by hitting it hard, I begrudgingly made an account and uploaded, I think, two or three videos that I had already made for Instagram because they already had captions on them and everything. And they just hit post. And yeah, here we are. Can I ask you just a little behind the curtain stuff and say, mm -hmm. what's engagement like for you on Instagram versus TikTok? engagement on Instagram is, Instagram is, is my personal space. That's what I've had the longest and has been pretty strictly just friends and family members. So if you go to my Instagram account, which is just my name, same as it is on Twitter, it's mostly just photos you would see on Instagram. It's not the full, to quote Bo Burn, a white woman's Instagram. There is some latte art on there because sometimes it's really nice. I mean, it's me, it's my friends, it's, you know, animals, it's pretty flowers that I see. And so I really don't use it for building engagement. So the engagement on Instagram is much lower because the people seeing it are literally just my friends and family. And it's mostly so those friends and family members don't have to feel like they need to make a TikTok account to see the things that I'm making on TikTok because, you know, I, I don't need my aunts and uncles making well, TikTok accounts. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that. And it makes great sense. One of the things that longtime listeners of the Nonfiction Brand Podcast will remember me saying ad nauseum is that everyone's got a style and every social media channel or a venue is a stage, but not all styles match every stage. So strategically, you're saying, eh, personal on Instagram. I'm a little more presentational on TikTok. That's exactly it. You, you adapt for the platform and you adapt for the medium. Yeah, exactly. And you also react to how that channel is. Who, who are they delivering to you? And mm -hmm. you mentioned the fact that there's a lot of disinformation out there. And sometimes yeah. marquee production channels put their name on something that is embarrassing. Like, I, I can't remember the British guy who is convinced there was a pre-Ice Age mega-civilization that, that got a net. That would be Graham Hancock. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, just show one artifact, just one. Just one. That, just I mean, one just, that could like hint. Show your proof. But no, it's, well, it could, well... There's this void Could under this be? this out, uh, rocky outcrop in some India. Say. Yeah, yeah, some say. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, some drunks on the corner say. That doesn't mean it, it's going to be true. But it's interesting because when I saw you on TikTok, you're not the only archaeology-minded person that is in my feed, but you're probably the most, I, I guess, most aligned with how I choose to engage with social media. Meaning... There are some guys who are there just to bat down the garbage in a oh, kind yeah. of... Oh, yeah, and they are truly doing the Lord's work. I, I commend them for that. Yeah, but at the same time, that doesn't seem to me like a style that would feel comfortable to you. No, and that has a lot to do with the fact that that specific ground, that, you know, just straight debunking ground is so well-trod by all of those guys, like... They've got it covered. They're good. And I don't need to be voice number 4,921 saying exactly the same thing. Like, they've got it. They've got it handled. And at the end of the day, I don't need to be getting in fights with people on the internet. That's not my idea of a good time. For some people, it is. And you know what? That's great. Do your thing. But for me, I don't come to the internet or social media 
to pick fights with people. I'm not about to get in fights in the comments. I'm not about to go back and forth and back and forth endlessly doing a video and then a response and then a rebuttal. It's like, that's, to me, that is a waste of time. And it's specifically a waste of my time, which is very precious. And again, there are plenty of guys, guys specifically out there handling that. They've got it covered. And you know what, if the reply guys want to get into it in their comment section with them and they've got the time, go for it. That's fantastic. I'm going to be over here in my little corner focusing on what I think is even more interesting than any of those, you know, same five to 10 topics that are always recycled. It's always the same topics and talk about something that's infinitely more interesting and infinitely more exciting and worth paying attention to. And I truly appreciate that because I, I like a good takedown when oh, yeah. someone yeah, like, yeah, when someone like Archeo Wolf brings out the Thor's hammer oh, yeah. to crush someone's skull, oh, yeah. you know, he's, he's really good at it. Plus he's got mm -hmm. that kind of almost like Norse berserker yeah, he's very, about he's very him. tough. And yeah, when he, when he pulls out the state like statutes and stuff, it's like, yes, it's always a good time. Or a, a mini minute man. He yep. does a fantastic job. And you know, it honestly, debunking is it, it's a young man's game so i'm gonna leave it to the young dudes who have the time and the energy to get in you know get in fights on the internet great do your thing well More and also i think you. listeners can probably hear just even from your voice and your presence that i hope this isn't insulting it's not meant to be insulting <laughs> you've got a certain miss frizzle energy about you you're you take everybody on the magic school bus when it comes to archaeology and anthropology and civilizations and history and just story and lore and you bring it to life because Half the time I'll look at your feed and in the background, you'll have a screenshot from a website or like a, the Guardian might cover some new discovery. I love the green screen feature. I love it. Well, yeah. And it works great because guess what? I read I that article at the Guardian and I went, oh, that sounds kind of cool. Then I'll see your take on it where you, one, you bring the Guardian in. You're saying, hey, this is being presented by a legit organization, but legit here's how you can... Yeah, well, cite your sources, but also here's the context around that story that can add layers of richness to it that you may not know or I might need to remind you of. And I'm like, oh, I love that because my regular feeds, no matter where I am, I'm interested in hard science for someone who couldn't do the math. Literally, if I could do the math, I'd be a scientist. I can't do the math. If I could I'm do not the math, I'd be an astronaut. So you're well, we exactly. So, <laughs> so consequently, you being my kind of docent or tour guide into these realms is really fun, especially when you are the curator of this is worth your attention. That is very, very valuable in our time starved, too many channels, too much noise. The fact that you can amplify signal instead of just amplifying noise is truly, really valuable to me. And consequently, I'm all over your content and learning so much from you. But I want to go back to say one thing about our discussion about the archaeology oriented people who are taking down people who are just spouting crap. Mm -hmm. And you kind of implied that, well, that's not really my style. I don't like it. It's not why I go to the Internet or why I I, I choose to engage on social media. Well, guess what? A lot of us feel the same way. And while we love a good takedown, if it was nothing but takedown TV, I don't want to watch that. It's just a mosh pit. 
it gets it gets very boring after a while. And to me, it's very one note. It's the only note. And then, of course, the other the other issue that really sort of drives the way I approach things for me is that I'm a woman. I'm a woman existing on the Internet. And I also have the dual fortune and misfortune of being a woman who knows things on the Internet. And I am daring to exist, which for a lot of people is a problem. And that often creates a, a very unpleasant environment to be in. And I, I don't want to be around that because I don't need to. And that's something that's, you know, it's an unfortunate byproduct of this whole thing. And it's not just the internet. I mean, it's, you know, any of my, any of my friends who have been on television programs or who have written books, they get it too. They, I mean, they get it, again, simply for being a woman who knows something existing in the world. That's, that's enough to set some people off. And then when it comes to this specific community and specifically the type of people who are very strong supporters of these pseudoscience and pseudo-archaeology topics, because there are some like ardent defenders. This is the hill that they have chosen to die on and they are going to die on that hill. They will not hesitate to come into your space and start yelling at you. And again, just for saying what is the actual truth about the matter. And, you know, it's all, it's all the, the reply guys. There's a lot of whataboutism. There's a lot of sea lions, which is another fun internet thing to encounter. But uh, it's all just another day of existing on the internet and existing on social media. I'm glad you brought that up because you produce this content that I would call generally up with people, sunny, exciting, fun, take a look at this, super cool. And then- because it is cool. Well, it is, it is absolutely cool. But then, and I don't go into comments much at all Mm -hmm. because it's just a cesspool. I know, don't do it. Rule number one, read the comments. Oh yeah, but I mean, all you have to do is if you are a person with an X and a Y chromosome is go to any woman who knows anything about anything and Mm -hmm. watch your content, agree with what you agree with, but then read the comments. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if if you said one plus one equals two, you would have someone coming at you who is ill-informed and rude and mansplaining up, down, right, and left, and Mm -hmm. it reeks of misogyny. And it's misogyny and boredom and a lack of communication skills. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, and that's the other thing that I think people don't realize about TikTok, which is that I have to moderate everything myself. I don't have a team. I don't have people. I don't have a, a social media manager. Like it's me. It's all me. I'm doing everything. And so I have to moderate my own content. And so because of that, I will do a cursory glance at all of the comments that come in over the course of a day, just to make sure that everybody's behaving. Everybody's passing the vibe check as they say. And I will delete anything, you know, delete and block liberally you know, as the situation calls for, because at the end of the day, I'm trying to create a a little space on TikTok for people to come and find the fun information that they're looking for, or maybe find new information that they didn't even know they were looking for about ancient history and archaeology and ancient cultures and have a good time. And I don't want trolls essentially coming in and ruining someone else's good time because then that defeats the purpose of this whole thing. Exactly. And I just want to applaud you for doing what you're doing the way you're doing it, because for all the people who watch your stuff and never say anything, (laughs) that's me. 
literally I've followed you for at least a year and not in a creepy way, but in a, oh my God, I had no idea that, oh, that's cool. That, that new discovery in the, the Valley great. of the you Queens. You don't need or, to comment on everything. Like no one's forcing you to comment. It's okay to just like look at something and enjoy and be like, that was nice. Well, and, and I guess that's it, for the people in this audience who are listening from the point of view of desiring to, to build up their personal brand. One of the real truisms of, of doing that is you have to understand you are not going to get plaudits and kudos overnight. No. You may not after 100, after 200, after 300 mm -hmm. of these things. And you pr probably will run into more negatives than you will positives because the people who like to go negative like to go negative. That's the easiest thing to do is to go for a negative as opposed to a positive. I always like to say it's really easy to be a sniper. Mm -hmm. You're up there with a scoped rifle hiding yep. on a hilltop a mile away and you just ping away at, at someone who's out there in the, the Teddy Roosevelt, the, the person in the arena who's actually getting out there and doing the stuff and pinging off them. So I guess the thing I'd like to underline for anybody who's interested in building their personal brand is you got to have a little bit of a thick skin and yeah. not all comments are equal. Mm -mm. No, and it's it's such a it, it's a roller coaster of emotions every single day. And for all the good comments I get that are really you know encouraging and you know make you feel really good about what you're doing, there's going to be the one, and of course the one that you remember is something really hurtful or hateful from a, a random troll with no user profile picture, or sometimes they have one, but they haven't uploaded any videos. They're just there to lurk and be a troll. And those are the ones that stick with you. And it really sucks because there are infinitely more people who are out there having a lovely time with whatever you're making and you know genuinely enjoying it and getting something from it. And they took the time to leave a nice comment to let you know how much they enjoyed it. Every day is a roller coaster of emotions and some days are better than others. And honestly, the, the hardest days for me are the ones when something actually goes viral. To me, it is terrifying. It is a terrifying experience. I do not recommend it for anybody, even though I know that's the goal for all of these things. Going viral is terrifying. I want to go more into that in next week's episode because listeners, Annalise, what a great person to meet and follow on TikTok, Instagram, etc. Although I would probably say TikTok because if you're her friend or family, Instagram, definitely hook up with her. But otherwise, the rest of us, you can get a ton of Annalise on TikTok, especially if you like content revolving around archaeology, ancient languages, cultures and civilizations. There's a little bit of something. I mean, it's a Whitman sampler of great stuff for anybody who's got an interest. Well, put it this way. Anyone who grew up with National Geographic in the family magazine rack, you're going to love her content because it covers everything Nat Geo would. But she brings also her expertise as, I'm going to say, a, a media educator to it. I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I just have the, the dual specialties of being an actual archaeologist, because that's what my degrees and training are in, and someone who works in the TV industry making television for people to watch. We're going to talk about in next week's episode the reason why she's going so big on TikTok and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of strategy going on in there that may not meet the eye, and I personally would love to know more. So, first of all, homework. One, 
If you're watching the live stream, check out Annalise on TikTok. Her at handle is at Annalise the Archaeologist. You might be best just doing a search for Annalise Bear, B-A-E-R. Annalise spelled A-N-N-E-L-I-S-E. And you can also check her out at AnnaliseBear.com, where you can get links to all her socials and stuff like that. One of the things I want to talk about next week is your resume, because it fascinates me. Anybody who likes Pawn Stars or Time Team or Adam Eats the 80s. I mean, <laughs> that, that kills me. The Toys That Built America. A lot of these shows, I mean, if you've watched anything on just about any channel, history, discovery, et cetera, et cetera, she's had her fingers on it in one form or another. Her fingerprints are on it, put it that way. So that's going to be a fascinating conversation. I hope you'll tune in next week for that. Until then, I want to remind everybody that this podcast is brought to you by my book, Nonfiction Brand, Discover, Craft, and Communicate, the completely true, completely you brand you already are. You can get it over at the house of Jeff Bezos, Amazon.com, simply by searching Nonfiction Brand and Knuton, which is spelled K-N-U, D as in David, T as in Tom, E as in Edward, N as in nothing. And next week, Annalise will be back and we'll dive into more of those subjects. But for now, I'm your host, D.P. Knuton, and she is Annalise Bear. And we'll be talking at you again next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>